Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Wow, so many terms, right? Well, we have just begun our risk management journey so far. Once we assess the risk, based on value, or, impact, we need to address it as well, or else, the whole exercise is of no use. Risk addressing covers this part. So, to make myself clear here, once a risk is identified with its likelihood, and impact, we need to address them. We have four options to address any risk. They are, risk avoidance, risk transference, risk mitigation, and risk acceptance. Hello, welcome to the next episode of Get Certified Together program by TechnoCoff, your free online knowledge sharing community. Visit our website, www.technocoff.com for more information. In this episode, we will be covering the next section of the CompTIA Security Plus Certification Exam. Finally, we have arrived on the last section of the CompTIA Security Plus exam. For Section 5 of the exam, Governance, Risk, and Compliance, I will cover various topics like, Regulation and Frameworks, Risk Management, and, Organizational Policies. For my regular listeners, I am in the middle of preparing a podcast series, for the Certified Cloud Security Professionals, CCSP, exam. However, I myself am still to appear for the exam. Hence I don't want to give knowledge, when I myself is not sure, if I am competent enough. So the podcast may be released around November, when I am planning to appear for the exam. Also, I will be planning to record it myself this time, instead of the AI voice, you heard in all these episodes for the CompTIA exam. Let us start with, the topic of risk management. For this topic, I want to take you guys back to section 1, of the CompTIA certification course, where we read about risks, and, how it is related to threats, and, vulnerability. Basically, an attacker can use different attack vectors, to take advantage of the vulnerability, associated with the system, which is a threat to the system's security. This threat, ultimately creates an element of risk, for all users of that system. Any system, can have multiple vulnerabilities. Each vulnerability, has different levels of threats. They can be critical, medium, or low, based on the risk they create. Therefore, similar levels of planning are required for risks, before declaring their impact. Another factor, in determining the risk associated with a threat, is by checking the source of risk. What I mean by the source is, whether it is associated with internal, 
or, external, or, due to the use of legacy systems, etc. Let us understand, a few essential terms associated with risk management now. First is, risk assessment. Risk assessment, helps in categorizing risks, based on their likelihood of occurrence, and, impact on the system. This assessment is vital, as it helps security experts decide, whether a risk is high, low, or medium. This type of risk assessment is termed, the qualitative risk assessment. However, for better judgment, we can perform the data-oriented, quantitative risk assessment. For quantitative risk assessment, we can use the various factors, and compute, an actual cost associated with the risk. The very first basic factor, for calculating quantitative risk assessment is, single loss expectancy, or, SLE. We can calculate SLE, by multiplying asset value, and, exposure factor. What are asset value and exposure factors? Asset value, is the cost of the asset in the current market. The exposure factor, is the damage incurred to our assets, in case of risk actually materializes. We can multiply both of them, to estimate the actual loss to the company, if the risk materializes one time, in a year. So in one year, we calculated a single time loss to the company. But, we cannot control the number of times an incident will occur, right? So, we introduce ARO, or, annualized rate of occurrence, a simple count of the number of times a risk can occur, in a year. Now, we have the value for loss due to single-time occurrence, calculated by SLE, and the number of times an incident can occur, calculated by ARO. Multiplying both, will give us the actual total loss associated with risk. This total cost is called, annualized loss expectancy, or, ALE. I know, these are a lot of terms, but, they can be asked in the exam, hence we cannot ignore them, while preparing for the cert. A few important mentions are, MTTF, MTBF, and, MTTR. MTTF, is the mean time to failure, that is, the average time before a non-repairable asset fails. MTBF, is the mean time before failure, that is, the average time before a repairable asset fails. MTTR, is the mean time to repair, that is the time taken to repair a repairable asset. Wow, so many terms right? Well, we have just begun our risk management journey so far. Once we assess the risk, based on value, or, impact, we need to address it as well, or else, the whole exercise is of no use. Risk addressing covers this part. So, to make myself clear here, once a risk is identified with its likelihood, and impact, we need to address them. We have four options to address any risk. They are, risk avoidance, risk transference, risk mitigation, and risk acceptance. Let us begin with, risk avoidance. Risk avoidance implies a situation, where identified risk cannot be fixed, hence, there needs to be, an avoidance strategy in place, to remove risk. One example of risk avoidance is, migrating your data center, because the current location is prone to any sort of natural disaster. Next is, risk transference. Risk transference implies a situation, where the impact of any identified risk, is transferred from one organization, to another. One example of risk transference is, buying insurance for your hardware, or, hiring managed service professionals, with the liability of payment in case of failure. The third type is, risk mitigation, which implies a situation, where an organization actually designs, and installs solutions, to mitigate the risk, instead of avoiding, or, transferring them. 
One example of risk mitigation is, installing EDR solutions, or, buying DDoS solutions, to mitigate risks arising from malware, and, security attacks. Last is, risk acceptance. We reach to this type, because not every risk can be avoided, transferred, or mitigated. Those risks are discussed thoroughly, and, accepted as it is. It means, the organization doesn't plan, or, implement any solution to fix the risk, and, is ready to bear the loss, in case a risk actually impacts the business. So, we have categorized the risks, and, created a strategy for them, if they should be avoided, mitigated, transferred, or, accepted. But, we need to list them somewhere, for future references, as well as record their present status. Thus, we use the risk registers. A risk register is, a record of all the risks associated with any system, along with their causes, impact, likelihood, and score, based on different criteria. This help in keeping, a common record of all the risks, helping their evaluation, and, planning their mitigation. The risk register, can be populated using sources, like audits, threat intelligence, open source intelligence, etc. Now, that we have a fair idea of the risks associated with any systems, we have to look for the controls, we can put in place. This is because, with each risk associated with the security of any system, we have to apply proper security controls. These controls, are based on the risk profiles. The main categories are, inherent risk, control risk, and, residual risk. The inherent risk is the one, that does not yet have any mitigation plan. The control risk is the one, with the mitigation plan in place. The residual risk is the one, that is left over, after the mitigation plan is decided, and, is placed under the acceptance plan. For better security control, multi-layer security is recommended by info security professionals. This multi-layer security is called, defense in-depth. We have four different types of security control. They are, preventive controls, detective controls, corrective controls, and deterrent controls. Preventive controls are designed, to prevent any security-related issue from happening, in the first place itself. An example is firewall, which stops unwanted IP addresses access right away, thus, stopping malicious websites, or, traffic. The second type of control, detective control, can detect any potential security risk, and, call for further investigations. An example is, IDS, or, an intrusion detection system, as it detects the presence, of any unwanted activity in the end system. But only when it is already committed. The third type is, corrective control. Corrective controls, work more towards the recovery of the system, once an issue has already happened. An example is, the recovery of any system to RPO or recovery point of objective, from the backup. The last is, deterrent control. Deterrent controls, are responsible for deterring, loosely can be termed as a scare, any attacker from trying an attack. For example, putting a barbed fence across buildings. Wow, so many terms right? Well, we have just begun our risk management journey so far. Once we assess the risk, based on value, or, impact, we need to address it as well, or else, the whole exercise is of no use. Risk addressing covers this part. So, to make myself clear here, once a risk is identified with its likelihood, and impact, we need to address them. 
we have four options to address any risk. They are, risk avoidance, risk transference, risk mitigation, and risk acceptance. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.